Welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know, a J10 initiative. Hey, welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know. This is John and Deacon Mike. Hey, hey. How are you? Why are you wearing that blue, baby blue clerical shirt today? Oh, I got the nice Christmas present of a baby blue clerical shirt. And now I know that in the Catholic seminary it's, it's a controversial item because these tend to be worn by Episcopalian priests and <laughs> not really Catholic priests. They're usually worn by Episcopalian priestesses. That's why they're a Woo! little controversial. Whoops. So, anyways. Well, anyway. it was a gift, and I'm trying it out. Hey, that's all right. You're trying it out. You're sporting it. It's still starchy. It's still starchy. could be ironed. Anyways, should we talk about something? Let's talk about... Here's what I want to talk about. Prayer, contemplation, and liturgy. We have... Five minutes to do this. It's going to be intense. Are you ready for it? Let's do it. Okay. I was sitting having a piece of pizza with my friend Melissa. Her name is Melissa Zizda. Isn't that a great name? Wait, that's quite the name. There's like seven Z's in that name. Zizda? Melissa Zizda. So she looks at me. She goes, you know, do you ever feel like prayer is all about you? Like you're just talking about yourself all the time or you're just thinking about your own things? And I was like, that's a good question. Absolutely. Great question. Great question. This girl's awesome. I was like, you got it. And what it made me think of was something I read by a theologian, Hans Urs von Balthasar, just a couple days ago. Your favorite. My fa- he's my favorite. You're going to hear that name a lot. Hans Urs von Balthasar. He's the man. Okay, so what does he say about it? So he prayer. says, prayer, contemplation, and liturgy can be understood a lot of ways, but one good way of thinking about them is first understanding that the incarnation of God, of the second person of the Trinity, is the greatest gift man has ever received. Prayer is the dialogue concerning that gift, contemplation is the receiving of the gift, and then liturgy is the giving back of the gift, back to God the Father. So, if we think of prayer as a relationship and a conversation, and like a gift giving, so to speak, then he says, think of it like this, prayer, contemplation, and liturgy. So, in di- prayer is the dialogue, contemplation is the reception of the gift, and then liturgy, which is the public worship of the church, i.e. the Mass in particular, the Eucharist, is where we give ourselves and we give, and we're able to return that gift back to the God. So we don't keep it for ourselves, but we give it back. That's kind of what I was trying to explain to her. Well, I like the movement. Here's my question for you. I have a lot of experience with liturgy, especially. I've been a Catholic for 26 years and uh, have gone to Mass a lot. But about that prayer and contemplation, I think I have less experience. So I'm wondering if you'd unpack those. If prayer is a dialogue about the gift of the incarnation, what does that look like? What that looks like is God is now in, rea- in our life in a more real way. He's become historical. He's become incarnate. He's in history. He's in our history. He's in our life, which means that he brings meaning and significance to the things of our life. So like Melissa was saying, she it, it was like, I feel like all I'm talking about is the things of my life, frustrations, joys, concerns, and that's what I'm always t- talking to God about. I'm always sharing these things with him. I said, that's a great starting point. That's the dialogue. That's the entrance point of God into your life. Okay. But then at a certain point, you have to stop talking, slow the mind, slow the heart, and just receive the gift of God in contemplation. Contemplation is always a still act. It's always an, a restful act. It can, you can use the scriptures to do contemplation, but at a certain point, your prayer should move from just you discussing your life, your existence, your frustrations, your feelings, all of which are important, what's in the heart, but that should move to a certain point to silence and stillness to really receiving 
the gift, the meaning, and everything that God has to give. And then when you go to Mass on Sundays, then you have something to give because you're filled with gratitude. You're filled with thanksgiving, and all you want to do is give of yourself back to God. You want to give your whole life completely, and it's in the sacrifice of the Mass that that offering is given. It's beautiful. I love it. You know, I I think that's a very practical kind of uh, spirituality and um, understanding of the way prayer works. Now, I have... I have an hour of prayer built into my day every day, but I think that's kind of a convenience as a seminarian. How do you think this works for a uh, the average layperson? Do you think do you have to build it into your week times for prayer, contemplation, and then eventually for mass or for, for the liturgy? Or um, what 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 do you think? My experience my experience is that they go well together. So I would I usually begin prayer with some kind of. Uh, meditation, getting into life. Usually, I come in. I'm all anxious. I'm freaking out about something. Whatever. I gotta. I kind of gotta process through that and pray through that and speak to God about that. But then, there's you pray for the graces to calm down, for quiet, stillness of the heart, and then you move into that time of contemplation. So I would say take a half hour at the beginning of the day, any time when you can. But every day have prayer, contemplation, then get to mass as much as you can. If it's once a week, if that's all you can do, that's enough. But daily mass is such a beautiful thing. It's incredible. But you can understand now why people, when they go to Mass on Sundays, they feel like, all I'm doing is giving of myself. When you don't have a prayer life, you go to Mass and all it feels like is just, I'm just giving away. I'm just giving away. I'm not receiving. Because it's it's really in prayer and in quiet and in contemplation that we receive the gift of God's incarnation. And his very life, actually. It's not just his incarnation. Oh, yeah. Or I could see it going the other way. I go to Mass just to receive... The Eucharist, but what what do I bring? What exactly. do I you know what do I give? But you're suggesting that this might uh, be a way of, of having something to give. Let's close with one final example, Christmas. So this is this really happened actually. Christmas Day, my grandmother got a gift. She was with us for Christmas. She got a gift from my dad and mom. Now she opens up the envelope, and she looks at this check, and Cha-ching. they they gave her a little cash money. And she, I didn't know what the what the price tag was, but she was pretty shocked by it whatever it was it was a very generous gift so she just starts going no no i i can't receive that. i can't receive that. and the money's like no no you have to receive it and so they start this kind of like dialogue thing going on and then we kind of we have this thing in our family where we all take turns opening gifts so it moves on to the next person well i look over her five minutes later and she's just staring at the check she's just looking at it and because she's just totally blown oh, away yeah. by the generosity of her son and mother-in-law and then what does she do she goes into the kitchen and makes kolaches, my dad's favorite Czech dessert, because she wanted to, like, give back oh, something. Oh, that's great. Uh, Catholic Stuff Podcast at gmail.com. Nice work, today. Thanks. All right. Talk to you soon.